Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Boats, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks, to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Yes, I am Chris Brown. I'm not David Jong. I'm not Kenneth Curry, but I am Chris Brown. But social media ninja, Mr. David Jong, is with us, as well as AC Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover. Boys, it's been a few weeks. KG, I've seen you like every weekend, but uh, it's been a few weeks. How you been? Well, everybody else may have missed you, but I didn't. <laughs> I don't think anybody missed me. I got a lot of I got a lot of compliments on last week's show, and nobody came out directly and said <laughs> it's because you weren't there. But I think indirectly they were all saying it's because you weren't there. So, I mean, I feel like it needs to be the David and Kenneth show from here on out. So I may have to bow out of this thing at some point and let y'all just take over. So, but. Well, we really wasn't, we weren't sure that it was going to be published. You know, we kind of went through <laughs> all that and thought, well, you know, he may not even publish it. So, well, but you did. For I, our surprise, I did. you did. I did. Yes. I, I had to wait for my, my wife to go to sleep and fall into her drug induced coma. Not. Not bad drugs. Let me back that up. Not bad drugs. My my wife had uh, back surgery last week, uh, last Tuesday, and um, kind of a halfway emergency type of deal. So I was busy keeping her one in the bed because you know my wife. She's she runs nine hundred miles an hour with her hair on fire every single day. Doesn't know how to slow down, and um, literally had back surgery. Her doctor, she works for a back and spine uh, surgeon, and so her doctor did back surgery on her Tuesday morning. We were at home by 12.30, 1 o'clock, maybe closer to 2. And um, by 3.30, she had her laptop in her lap checking messages. And I'm like, you need to sleep, right? So you're trying to keep her down and slowed down. And so um, that went on for a week. She continued to work from home and do all that. And then Monday, as I was doing the Alan Abastro podcast, I get a text that says, can you bring me a table? I'm like, what kind of table? And she's like, I need a folding table. I go downstairs. The dogs are on the bed with her. She's in the bed, laptop in her lap. Dogs are on the bed. I can't see the dogs because of all the paperwork she's got spread all over. I didn't know this, but she's had coworkers dropping off stuff throughout the weekend for her to work on. And I'm like, lady, what are you doing? So anyway, but... She's better. She's getting better. Um, and uh, for all those that have asked, I appreciate it, but she's doing well. Uh, prior to that, we had, what, Memorial Day, and then, or had my son graduated from high school, and then Memorial Day, and I, we just, we've had too much going on to even make heads or tails out of uh, here lately, so it's just been kind of a crazy deal. But thank you to you two guys and to Nick LeBrun for uh, stepping in, hosting last week's show, David. Um, it was good. Had a lot of pauses in there. I had to shorten those up a little bit, but it was good. You guys did a great job, and I really appreciate y'all stepping in and and taking care of that for me and uh, for us. It, it meant a lot. So, don't ask again. <laughs> don't ask we, again. We do, we do what we have to do. Yeah, oh, I know you do. I know you do. But I appreciate you guys very much. So, 
Not only that, but we had a delay in the U Pickums. We got a whole new U Pickums up. So, Kenneth, go ahead while we're doing this show. Just grab your phone, click the link, and go ahead. And I think I sent you a link directly. Go ahead and get your picks in. Let's get this going. Dave, I know you sent yours in. I've got mine in. But um, got a whole new U Pickum going on for the month of June. So, we got some giveaways and stuff coming up that we'll talk about. But first, and I'll get back to you guys in a, in a few minutes. But um, David, I don't know if his flat bill was cutting off his internet or what was happening, but we're a little behind today on this show. But uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to push the button here. We're going to welcome in your 2022 All-American champ, Mr. Connor Cunningham. He's collecting the audio right now. Got him in via Zoom coming in. There he is. Connor, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing well, doing well. I just introduced you as the 2022 All-American champ. How does that sound? How does that How does that feel as a regular? Uh, you should say though? that one more time just so I can hear it again. It the, sounds great. The 2022 All-American champ. How's that? I love it. Sounds great. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about this deal. Let's start from the beginning. I know you're from Missouri. So I assume you fish the Ozark Division of the BFLs. That's correct. Yes, sir. So how did how did we qualify for this event, and when did we qualify for this event? So we qualified last year. Uh, there was, I guess, four regular season events and a super tournament. Um, all of them were on a table rock treatment like those arts, mm-hmm. and uh, had to finish in the top forty to make it to the regional. Uh, the regional happened to be on North Fork Lake in Arkansas, so yeah, that's no two way. hours from my house in Springfield. And then had to finish in the top six to make it to the All American and. Uh, got really super fortunate there too, and finished in second, and got to punch my ticket there in Arkansas as well. So, when was what time of year was that last year that happened? That was, I believe, the first week of October. Okay, all right. So, not too long ago, but long enough to to spend a lot of time thinking about this deal, right? Definitely got to watch every single video on YouTube and read every piece of a. Uh, <laughs> of an uh, article or whatever I could find on Lake Hamilton for sure. Because Hamilton's not exactly the big fish capital of the world for an All-American, is it? Uh, I don't think so, no. <laughs> <laughs> when they took the cup there years ago when Brian Thrift won, we are all like, okay, this could be interesting, right? This could be really interesting. But uh, it seemed like a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal for you guys, and you came out of the gate swinging 1708 on day one, and I assume, you know, with practice and everything, you felt like you needed to get ahead and stay ahead off the right out of the starting gate, right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. I, I got super fortunate that first day. I had one, I think it weighed 611 to be exact. So anytime you have one that's almost seven pounds, it adds on. Uh, and uh, yeah, pretty much rode that the whole entire tournament. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, let's talk about practice a little bit. How much time prior to, from October to till June, did you spend on Hamilton, or did you get to spend much time at all over there? Yeah, I got to come down a couple of times. Uh, I've got a good buddy that also qualified. He's from Harrison, Arkansas, so relatively close to where yeah. I'm from. And uh, we both came down for a weekend in April, uh, you know, just looking at all the history on the lake. It was uh, looking like it was going to be a deep fishing deal. So we both spent a lot of time looking for, you know, offshore structure, things like that. And then we came back a week, well, weekend, I guess, in May, and uh, actually started fishing some of that stuff a little closer to the actual tournament. And, uh, you know, we could catch nine, 10 pounds pretty, pretty regularly on that weekend in particular, and came back for the optional practice. 
and uh, that was pretty much it as far as experience on Hamilton. I've got a I've got a buddy that I used to work with at Strike King Lure Company years ago in Memphis that grew up on Hamilton. And I think at one time he told me he had probably over 380 different brush piles that he had sunk and had marked. And this is before GPS was big, right? So I'm talking about yeah. triangulation and everything else. And, you know, somebody moved that car a foot to the left that, you know, that, that, that cast was there anymore. So he really had to figure out where they were, but um, I assume a lot of those brush piles are still there. And a lot of that stuff still happens in that, you know, in that deeper water. Is that right? Oh, definitely. And, you know, now that we've got the Garmin live scope out and all that, you can, you know, you can idle it and look at it on side imaging and then put the live scope on it. And you can see a lot of them are older piles. You can't see a whole lot of limbs left, but yeah, there's, there's definitely no shortage of them in Lake Hamilton for sure. What would you say the average depth of most of those brush piles are in right now? I'd say most of them are going to be anywhere from 10 to 15 foot. Of course, you'll find some, uh, some out to 20, but I'd say 95% of them are from 10 to 15 foot or so. Okay. All right. So 1708 on day one, you said you had uh, one over six that really, uh, really kind of helped, you know, that bag. But let's talk about, um, I mean, what was the strategy going in? I mean, was practice good? Did you feel like this was something you could do and something you could, you know, take home? Or were you just looking for 10, 12 pounds a day? I really was setting my sights on uh, 10, 12 pounds. We, me and my buddy both had discussed that, you know, 10 pounds would probably get you to the last day. And that was, that was honestly my goal. I was just tickled to death to even be there. And, uh, once I got there, I was like, man, I just like to see the last day. And, uh, basically to tell you how my practice went, uh, we went out on the optional practice day and I, I think I had probably five to 10 brush piles that I hadn't really fished yet. So I knocked those out early, caught a couple fish out of them. And then something I like to do in the fall uh, on Table Rock and Bull Shoals would be to fish shallow with, you know, a buzz bait or whopper flop or things of that nature. So uh, hit the bank, you know, around midday and caught a couple of good ones. So, uh, you know, on the on the official practice day, you get to go with your partner and all that. So I was like, hey, buddy, let me uh, let's try the shallow fishing real quick. And we quickly liked what we saw. And uh, that's pretty much how the game plan uh, came came to be for the whole entire tournament okay i read an article that basically i mean correct me if i'm wrong but the majority of these fish you you know these 15 fish you weighed in came off that welfare plopper is that right yeah i think i weighed in uh two one or two that came on a crankbait out fishing deep um, you know after after the morning bite was over we'd go out slip out deep try to catch them off some deep structure but yeah the whopper plopper is definitely the the star bait for the weekend for sure. Okay. Now you may not know it, but this guy up here in the corner, Kenneth Grover, he, uh, I'm not sure where he's on your screen. My, he's up upper left of my corner uh, over here on my screen, but he actually fished a all American. How long ago was that Kenneth on Lake Hamilton? You're going to age yourself. It was a long now. time ago, Chris. Yeah, it's a long time ago. <laughs> I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Sure. I think it was the year 2000 when I was there. That's been a long right. time ago. So, but, uh, yes. And back, back then we didn't have any history because no one else had fished a major tournament on the lake. <laughs> or any tournament on the lake <laughs> anything, unless you were local anything worth talking about right besides a you know a tuesday night fruit jar so yep. but yep. uh what uh I, I know you got bait questions kenneth i'll let you jump into those well first thing i want to do is i want to take exception to one of the things he said he said he rode his first day weight throughout the tournament mm-hmm. well i'm just i'm sitting here looking at it day two you had the highest weight for the day day three you had the highest weight for the day so you pretty much dominated this tournament from beginning to end just saying. Well, thanks. 
after day two, did you think, man, I got this thing one? Uh, not really. Like I like I've been saying, I don't I don't ever want to underestimate uh, anyone I'm fishing against. Even you know, just anyone that can make that tournament, I feel like is there for a reason. And then I also knew there's two. Uh, really, really good locals that I respect a lot just from, you know, like I said, I did a ton of research and I kept seeing their name over and over again. And, uh, you know, the last day we tried to get my co-angler some fish and I was like, man, I'd hate to leave the door open. So I'd keep bouncing back and forth trying to catch some as well. And, uh, yeah, you have a good idea, but man, I never, ever want to underestimate someone because that's when someone comes back and surprises you for sure. Sure, sure. Was there ever a point at day three? I mean, you had, what, 11 pounds ounces on day three. Was there ever a point that you're like, you know what? Let's just stop by the 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 corner joint there, the dock, and, and grab a hamburger or something on the way and just kind of sit back and relax for a little bit? Uh, Yeah, I think uh, I think after I got my fifth one, this one I pretty well – it pretty well all hit me, but I, I want to make sure I for sure got, got the fifth one for sure. So after that point, it was a – pretty big weight lifted off my shoulders and it was an awesome feeling that's awesome that's awesome this is a this is a big tournament and, and i don't want to downplay that at all and i and, I, and i'm not for sure because i mean this is a deal that i mean i don't know how many hundreds or thousands of bfl owners there are to, that try to qualify for this event every year i mean the three of us are, are bfl anglers we like to fish them as well and try to qualify for those deals but um i mean there's how many were in this tournament 48 50 is it I believe there's 48 or 49, one 49. of the two. Okay, so I mean that's that's a pretty elite field out of out of the BFLs from all across the country. So it's definitely a big deal. I mean, I you know for sure a, a big deal, and to win this thing, you know, by 12 pounds or better, that's a huge deal, brother. I mean, that's 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 massive. So yeah, I appreciate that. It just uh, I just found something that no one else was really doing, and. I uh, just really got fortunate. It's about all I can say. <laughs> really, really got fortunate. Well, I would, I would say so. So, whopper plopper was uh, was the deal. What else were you using to catch these fish? Uh, you know, after I, you know, try to go out deeper, I'd use a football jig, and like I said, I weighed one or two in on a six XD uh, out deep, and I caught some fish on a worm in practice, but I never really got a chance to throw that in the actual tournament. So, uh, yeah, just basically between those three baits. So, so I mean, we, we hear whopper plopper. What I'm interested in hearing is what were you what were you actually targeting? What were the areas that you were looking for? I think I read where you were running quite a few different spots. So you obviously had some something in specific that you were looking for as you were running around the lake. Uh, can you elaborate on what that was? Absolutely. So I, what I had in my head was everything seems to be behind this year. So as I would, as I would go down these banks super shallow, I'd see big schools of fry everywhere. So what I had in my head basically was spawning pockets. So I felt like those fish were moving out of the back of those onto maybe the main lake. So I wasn't really fishing like a, a bluff or anything on the main lake. Not that there are a whole bunch, but basically anywhere from the main lake point to maybe halfway back in the pockets where I found my better quality bites. And once I figured that out, uh, I think it's uh, the uh, 270 bridge from there, basically to the ramp and the dam is the area I tried to hone in on and, like I said, it was pretty well main lake related, nothing out of the back of a pocket, but that's the exact visual I had in my head whenever I was looking at my graph to try to figure out where I was going to go next. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Stepping back to research for a minute, how much, I mean, what did you learn? You said you've watched different videos and different things. What did you learn from that research that kind of 
clued you into a few deals or maybe helped you eliminate some water in the process? Yeah, definitely. So one thing I ruled out uh, pretty quick, of course, the uh, 2018 or 19 cup they had there. Uh, there's a couple guys that fished way up the river that made it. Uh, that really wasn't my thing. It didn't seem like it seemed like they really, really had to work for them up there. So I kind of started concentrating, you know, below that bridge, 270 bridge from there on. And then, uh, and then of course I saw the, uh, the, I guess both the videos on YouTube of the 2000, I think 2001, uh, all Americans they've got on there. So Kenneth, Kenneth, there you go. Might have been in that video right there. Yep. Uh, All four top water. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was a little bit before the whopper plopper, but, uh, I I definitely liked what I saw there and I saw the area he was in. So I knew there's a lot of fish in those areas. So just kind of trying to figure out how to make those fish bite in that area was pretty much what I committed to uh, during my practice. And it was all due to uh, all that coverage they used to have back then. So that was awesome. You know, I would love to see, I, I would love for, you know, to go, you know, in 10 years from now, when we're still doing this show, Kenneth, you're like, yeah, right. You know, we're not going to be doing this show in 10 years, but in 10 years from now, when we're doing the show to, to talk to, you know, an event and say, would you, you know, and have that same conversation, would you learn? Well, I watched the 2022, you know, event on Lake Hamilton. This is what I learned. And it's like, you know, I just, I'd love to see the difference in 20, you know, 2000 versus 2022. I can imagine, you know, cause I mean, back then I'm not even sure we had, we didn't even have color graphs then or even GPS. I think at that point it was all just feel. It, it, it was GPS, but the folks that look at GPS now wouldn't recognize it. <laughs> no, it was very pixelated GPS, right? Very pixelated. You didn't have all the fancy mapping in the background. How how important was mapping for you, Connor? Uh, it, you know, I, I actually I run a Garmin and a Humminbird on my boat. And, of course, that Garmin Live Scope's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that unit and all. But uh, I was actually using the uh, Humminbird Lake Master. And it, it showed me the contours, everything. Whenever I pull into a pocket, I could tell if it was too steep or too flat. So that was absolutely huge because I never really spent a whole lot of time shallow fishing on that lake. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so that was that was critical, the the little spots I was trying to find and run and, and all that stuff. So most definitely a player. You know, you know, a lot of people talk about, or like to talk about the, the, the live sonar and side scan and all that, but, but really, man, in a situation like what you had, where you, where you kind of pick up on a pattern to have the mapping to be able to help you run that pattern, man, it's, it's, it's all the difference in the world. It can really cut down a lot of time. No doubt in my mind. And then, and then of course it gives you the confidence that you're on the right bank. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of banks in that area that have seawalls. So, you know, I'm from Cable Rock. I'm used to just looking at a bank and knowing that, hey, this is a big rock bank. It's a gravel bank on Hamilton. You couldn't really tell that well, but if you use that Lake Master mapping to your advantage, you could definitely tell what you're getting into before you wasted 10, 15 minutes going down a bank. How much, I mean, your experience on Table Rock, I know they're, I mean, they're the same but different, right? I mean, Table Rock's a much bigger body of water, obviously, but you talk about those seawalls, you talk about the different type of structure that you have there on the bank and then offshore. How much of Table Rock did you take with you to Hamilton? Um, well, if you um, try to find the right way to say this, so how I fish Table Rock in the fall is exactly how I would fish uh, Lake Hamilton at this time of year. Okay. The only difference was, is on Table Rock, you know, those fish are up chasing big giant shad and uh, probably bluegill too. But these fish on Hamilton were uh, 100% guarding fry, I felt like. 
of course, you'd see a few schools of fish swimming down the bank and everything. And I'm sure we're eating bluegill and I'm sure shad if they got in the way. But other than that, it was the same old table rock fall, cover as much water as you can in the right area and hopefully come out with five fish at the end of the day. So I took a lot of that with me and um, definitely definitely some table rock patternage going on there for sure absolutely well 4404 for the win uh second place 3209 102 thousand dollars plus a twenty thousand dollar phoenix boats bonus contingencies are key in this thing aren't they no doubt uh i made sure to wear my phoenix shirt here <laughs> for sure and uh i started running those boats uh two years ago i ran an older uh, boat before that and when i decided i want to start fishing bfls that a uh, contingency program uh, other than it being an awesome boat was a big deciding factor in jumping into a new boat and i do not regret it one bit especially after uh that extra bump on the check for sure so oh, absolutely yeah. shout out to phoenix boats for sure and two two thousand of that was for mercury because i and it looks like you're still wearing your your new lucky mercury hat it looks like the same hat you were wearing when you were fishing <laughs> that's right i never want to take this thing off I bet that's, uh, that, that's awesome. So tell me, um, what's your day job? What do you do for a living right now? Day job. I work for a, uh, beverage distributor, uh, here in Springfield. We serve six counties in the area. We go all the way down to table rock, which, uh, is a huge distraction sometimes at the job, but thankful I've got a, a good boss and a good team I work with and they let me off most times I need to, as long as I got the vacation. So shout out to them. Uh, yeah, so I do. We sell uh, sell beer and other things. That's, that was my next question. My wife would ask, "What kind of beverage distribution <laughs> distribution do you do?" So that, yeah. uh, that so what's the next step from here? Next step from here, I guess uh, I've got. We're going to qualify for the uh, Toyota Championship on Gunnersville, November third through the fifth. So uh, really looking forward to that. Never been there either, uh, but definitely up for it. And then. Uh, Next year, uh, obviously, going to fish all the BFLs again, and then uh, going to step up to the uh, Toyota series and uh, okay. uh, see where that schedule goes, and uh, definitely hop into those and see what happens from there for sure. Very cool, very very well, cool. We have seen historically the All American has given guys a chance to kind of propel into uh, you know a, a stepping stone into more of a full full time career. So, sounds like maybe you're you're wanting to kind of in- increase increase that for you and maybe, maybe have that opportunity as well. I would love that opportunity. And, um, I've been a fan of bass fishing since ever since I can remember. So, uh, yes, but that's been a dream of mine since I was probably four or five, maybe even earlier to fish professionally. So if it turns into that, I would jump at the chance for sure. So wife, kids, what family wise, what are we looking at here? Uh, no wife, no kids yet. Got a girlfriend. Uh, my family's uh, super awesome and supporting me with the, with the sport and uh but yeah no no family yet no family yet well now's a good yep. time to go fishing so well, that's yes sir uh, that's for sure connor congratulations on the win this is a huge deal i know it's a huge deal to you it's a huge deal to all of us guys that work all week and want to fish all weekend um it, it's a major major deal we're super proud of you and uh, to do it on hamilton by i mean literally you could have not fished the last day and still won this thing so that's incredible yeah, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> never would have guessed that when I was driving down to Hot Springs. So, well, that's um, that's definitely a cool deal. And you got—I mean, I, looking through here, I see some names that I recognize from across the country and guys that we've talked to before. So, I mean, you definitely stepped up and, and did it right. So, congratulations on that. And uh, you know, 
we're two of the three of us are right here at Gunnersville, so we look forward to seeing you at the championship here later on this year. So, all right, yeah, but uh, we're cool. Well, dude, I'm oh, sorry, David. David, you gotta speak up, son. Okay, I mean, this, I, this did so you see that, timing. Connor? Did you see that little, that little <laughs> finger that goes like this? He's like, I got it's this, all this about is, timing for me. I gotta wait until he has a question. So. His little finger, go ahead, David, ask your question. See, Ken, Ken has started stepping sorry. in, you just gotta, you just gotta step in now. It's about timing for me. I just want to know what was it. What's the first thing, or what did you know? Unless you did buy it, or what was what was the first thing you bought or planned to buy with that big old check that you got? Uh, well, uh, I guess since we're all fishermen here, we know that uh, it's really easy to blow a bunch of money fishing. So I'm going to try to hang on to it as long as I can. Uh, I guess my only plan would be to get the get my boat paid off and uh, and then just spend the rest of it on fishing. So see how long it'll last. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's got entry fees to pay, David. That's right, David. That's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Whatever you do, don't call David because he'll tell you where to go and he'll tell you what to buy. But his stuff's expensive. I'm just going to be honest. With you. He goes to Japan and gets them Japanese deals, and it's—I don't know if he throws them or uses them, but he's got a bunch of them. So every, if, oh, you, if you follow him on social, you'll see little pictures probably every now and again. All right. Of new stuff that shows up, stuff I never heard of. Have you ever heard of this stuff, Kenneth? I mean, just. Out of the blue. Only when, only when he talks about it, but he doesn't talk to us much about it. So I, I, I mean, I'm all fishing, I gotta. <laughs> he lives in he lives in Wisconsin. He still plays it close to the best. I'm like, dude, you're you know 12 hours from us, and you know we don't care, but we just want to know. But anyway, so but dude, congratulations again. Take care, and I imagine we'll be talking to you again soon. I appreciate it, and uh, appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Thanks. Absolutely, but we'll talk to you Thank soon. You. Thanks. Thank you. See you. Well, guys, there you go. Connor Cunningham, your BFL All-American from Lake Hamilton this past weekend. It's a huge deal, KG. You fished one. It's a big deal. It's a difference maker. I mean, that has just changed his life forever. It's something that that no one can take away from him. It it is a big deal. There's thousands of anglers every year that try to get, get there and do what he did. He's the only one that did it this year. Yeah. Yeah, pretty incredible. Pretty incredible stuff. So, take a quick little break. We come back. Well, we'll jump into some uh, Sportsman's Warehouse fully loaded you pickums, do some bass wrap up. And then um, I've got a list of questions for David here that we need to talk about. So, more from Banger Channel Insider Podcast. More from us. Sometimes. Shit, I don't know. It's so long I forget how to do it. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay. You talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglers channel and use our special promo code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mention they also offer fast and free shipping? You didn't, but even better. So 
Hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Folks, Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Run through a little fully loaded tobacco free chew. You pick them, where every week we crown a first and second place winner for each event. You will accrue points at the end of the month. Well, someone's going to win. Like, um, who, who won? Let's go back and look. I know we had a winner last month. I'm sorry. And I've been behind. I have. It's my fault. It's all on me. So that's why this week, starting in June, well, week two of June, I guess, there's 10 events, two, four, six, yep, 10 events on the schedule. So we're trying to catch up. And uh, Al Perry, if you're listening, I got your email. I hadn't got, I hadn't forgot about you, buddy. I promise. I'll get back to you. We'll get you fixed up. We've got uh, a lot going on and a uh, short time to get there here. So a lot happening. But if you go back, if you go to the You Pick em page at anglerschannel.com, maybe if it'll click on it for me, you can see the leaderboard down at the bottom. Uh, Brian Pritchett won it going away, eight points. Henry Ingram was second with six. Brandon Black and David Jaw, third place with five points apiece. Don't get anything for second or third. Just first. So, Brian Pritchett, you're our winner for the month of May. Congratulations. This month, we'll have a Dometic Outdoor Prize for uh, for our winner for the month of June. So, just in time for getting hot, getting steamy. KG's got one of the Dometic Troll Coolers. How do you like that thing, KG? It looks it, it works really well. I, everything I'm seeing of Dometic works really well. It does. We've got, we've got that um, CFX... Uh, 75 in the trailer for our, our live stream production trailer and um if they would just keep their hands out of it them stupid kids we'd be all right wouldn't we uh, i've been known to dig a couple of waters out of there and they've been cold every time every time i look i hear that thing close over there it's funny i was on stage every day and i and i, I looked up and my old my old buddy john Byrne was digging in there and i'm like dude you know what that is so your first time here and he's digging in there but you gotta make sure he, you check that he out he figured it out quick he did he did he's um i'm not gonna say what i want to say but he did figure it out quick so we don't uh probably don't have many do we have any any uh i didn't have any picks so we don't have anything to to talk about um winter wise but we know brandon lester won the pickwick elite series event which we'll have brandon on next week i sent him a text as he won i was watching it as he won, I'm texting him so I can be the first one to get to him. And he's like, dude, I'm going to the beach. I'll call you next week. I said, no problem. Have at it. So we're uh, we're in good shape. But coming up this week. I, I will, since you're on since yeah. you brought up Brandon Lester, I will say this. I was I was watching the weigh-ins and all that. You know, they bring the family up and all that. I the the quote, the quote that kind of struck me and impressed me the most is his wife. I think her name's Kim. It is. 
her comment was, he just proved to his daughters that dreams do come true. Amen to that. I thought that was impressive. Amen to that. That's a dude that has fought some serious perseverance over his elite series career. And uh, for him, you know, got to open this year, got to open win this year, which is big. But to win that uh, that event on Pickwick, that was that was huge for him. So very proud of Brandon and his family. Of course, I know Clay and Kim and um, and everybody real well and uh, known them for a long time. So very uh, very very cool deal. He he and I he was I don't know he was my date or I was his date one year for a Bassmaster Classic Champions Dinner. Uh, not Champions Dinner, but the uh, the banquet the night before the tournament, right? We were both their stag, so we sat together. Didn't hold hands or nothing, KG. We just sat together and had dinner. That's about it. So don't get don't get crazy on me now. Everybody just just hold tight. But all right. So coming up this week, get your picks in by tonight, Wednesday, June the eighth, by midnight tonight. Your college series on Saginaw Bay. And if I'm if I've become a Montevallo Falcon fan, I have because one of our new kids fishes for Montevallo, and I'm a big fan of his. So. Um, two days on Saginaw Bay. I need your overall winner there. The CBA on Chickamauga, not Chickamauga, MAGA, right? The it's M A U G A, not M A G U A. That's how that would be. Even Kenta Kimura said it right. So, uh, single day wait there. Texas Team Trail Championship. That's a two day event on Choke Canyon. You got the BFL on the Potomac, BFL on Neely Henry which Adam Brown and Jade Keaton are not fishing. So uh, somebody's got a chance in that one. Uh, ABT on Gunnersville this weekend. What's it going to take on Gunnersville, KG? Give me a number. Just spit it out right now. Well, well then everybody would know what my pick is. It's okay. Be. It's okay. You ain't going to give me your exact pick. Just what you what you think is going to be close this weekend. <sighs> Man, it's hard to tell, but we're having a little bit of rain this week, which means we may have some current which could help. We had I'm a little more than a little bit of rain uh, on, <laughs> on Tuesday, dude. I mean, it flat poured for a while. So we just had a little bit of roll through here. Um, but there's a chance pretty much all week long, even that day. So, okay. I think we may see some water flowing a little bit. I'm going to go. The lake has been fishing a little tough, but I'm going to go 23 and a half. I like it. A little bit of current middle of June on Gunnersville. Never hurt nobody's feelings unless you don't know how to fish current on Garsville in the middle of June, and it's going to hurt your feelings. Hey, David, how are you? Well, you said knowing how to fish Gunnersville in June, and I raised my hands. <laughs> so you, you know how to fish Gunnersville in June. Well, that was in March, though, wasn't it? That, that was, was in March. March when you uh, when you put it on him. So, but uh, ABT on Gunnersville. He, he didn't bring any of his fancy Japanese baits with him, though. He couldn't fly with them. That's why uh, he wasn't sure what to do. He's afraid I'd take them from him. So, you know, he he knows we can overpower him. You know, pretty easy. But uh, anyway, my daughter can overpower him. But anyway, BFL on Kentucky Lake, um, cast couples event down on Lake Waco, the Funk Buster Team Trail. Don't know where this one came from, but by God, it was in our calendar, so I picked it. And, of course, the Striking Big Bass Challenge on Table Rock. I should have asked Connor what it would take to win a Big Bass Challenge on Table Rock in the middle of June, but that's what's going on. So get your picks in now. Uh, we've already had quite a few come in, but get your picks in now. We're going to have a big, uh, a big, big time, uh, and have a big, big winner this month. So it is going to be good. So get that in, and uh, let's get rolling. All right, David, what have I missed the last few weeks 
of being MIA from this show and from everything else? What, what's been going on? What's been happening? I know you were at some, I don't know, show up and catch them with your finger, you know, with your hand type of place. I mean, did, did, what, what, what was this all about? I heard a little bit about it last week on the podcast when I was listening to it. Well, so I guess someone was a little bit busy. So they sent the, uh, the XYZ team to go down there. <laughs> the A team. What are you talking about? I don't know about that, <laughs> but yeah, I was at, uh, I went down to some random part of the, uh, Southeast there in, uh, somewhere in Georgia, uh, to fish a strike King and lose media event. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. Got to see some, so well, we didn't get play with any of the new stuff, but I got to see a few of the new things, which, um, if you watched, I don't know, CB would say, no, he didn't, but, um, I know they talked about it on the, Group B day two uh, BPT uh, commentary about the uh, tungsten thunder cricket. So that'll be coming out. That was something I did see over there. So definitely a different uh, group B waste. day two of what? I'm sorry, is that, the BPT is that, event. Is that a tournament trail or something? What is that? So yeah, the Bass Pro oh, Tour. Oh, the Bass Pro um, Tour. Yeah, Wads Bar. That's right. My bad. <laughs> My bad. I forgot. I, I, I missed that part. So I'm not spoiling that. it. Uh, supposedly just Bragg said it on the commentary and those guys kept repeating it. So I'm not, I, so I'm not spoiling it. I wasn't already spoiled by uh, the, the three talking heads over there. So. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. So let me ask you this while we're on this, uh, while we're on this deal, let me pull this mm-hmm. picture up real quick. Yeah, that's what I thought. So to the gentleman who made the comment on our Facebook page today, about um, want to know where we got that picture of Jordan Lee's rig during the major league fishing delays group B day two qualifying round to inclement weather uh, mm-hmm. to the gentleman that, that made that comment. If you want to know where we got it, we got it from MLF directly from their press team. All right. I don't know what day Jordan fished. Don't even know if Jordan fished, right? I hadn't watched it. Really don't care. But um, apparently um, they sent us a picture from group B and this guy says that he says, well, that's funny. Where'd you find that picture? Because Jordan Lee fished yesterday in group A and it's not fishing today. See, I don't watch those events. I watch the ones where everybody fishes two freaking days <laughs> then the cut happens. And then the final cut happens. That's what I watch. <laughs> Sorry. And you know what they do? They don't zero the weights on the final day. Cause I'm going to get to that too. All right, I'm going to get that too. Mike Benjamin fired me up with that comment, and I'm not going to reply to it. I'm not going to. I just did it right here, right? Right here. We put up what they sent us, Mike. It's just the way it works, so I apologize. But speaking of which, our buddies over at Best on Tour, on their on their email last week or their, their, their newsletter they send out, they says, does uh, stat of the day, does zeroing weights, does it hurt in the pro circuit for the final day? And stop number one on Sam Rayburn. Um, it didn't hurt Mike O'Neill because he was first going in um, and he was first in total weight. It's Well, what it is is total weight versus the final day. Um, at Harris Chain, Christian Greco, he was uh, he finished first, but total weight would have been second. Loberg would have won that one. I think we talked about that on the show I did when I did my LM math on that. Yep. Stop three at Pickwick, John Canada, he was first in both places as well. And stop number four on Gunnersville, Nick LeBrun finished first, but Nick Hatfield had the most total weight of the deal. So 
I'll let you guys do the math on that. You guys can figure out what you like, don't like. I'm not a big fan of it, but um, hey, I'm not going to get into that because I've had some comments pop up in my in my time hop from years past on how much of a hater I am on the MLF stuff. So I'm going to just digress a little bit and back up. So well, I don't want to get called out at iCast or anything again. So. But. Look, Chris, Chris, you're not a hater. You're just but you're you're one man with your own opinion and you're not afraid to give your own opinion. And that's that's what we're here for. Exactly. It would it would be boring if we just gave you the company line every time and didn't tell you how we think. But right. we all three have opinions and we're OK with sharing our opinions. Sure. But we're also OK with people having other opinions just sure. because we feel a certain way or you feel a certain way doesn't mean anybody needs to get their panties in a wad. <laughs> Just saying. No, you're right. You're exactly right. So I I agree with that. That's for sure. So, but, uh, but yeah, there you go. So you guys can uh, take a look at that and, uh, and go from there. We do have quite a few events coming up. James Rivers next week uh, for the uh, pro circuit stop number five. On the yeah, and River. That, that may be an Alabama term. I, I, I don't, I, David, did you understand what I said there? I, I uh, panties. <laughs> you know, look. Look, That's all I- look I, I'm just I'm just gonna back up here just a second. I'm not gonna divulge anything at all, but y'all gotta understand something. My wife had back surgery, like I said, last Tuesday morning. Prior to that, my son graduated high school in Auburn, Alabama. We went down on a Wednesday. Graduate is supposed to be on Thursday. We had a rain delay because apparently they like to graduate outside in Auburn, right? Had a rain delay and got pushed till Friday. We had me, my wife, my daughter, my ex-wife, which I don't recommend, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my mom, my dad, and my ex-mother-in-law. All of us there together for three days. Then we come home, and then we have... My wife has back surgery. My mother-in-law, who lives 15 minutes away, comes to the house every day. My mom, who lives three hours away, comes over and stays. I've had enough talk about panties, bras, anything female-related. So I know where you're going with that, KG. Yeah, right, we're just going to leave it at that. We're just going to leave it I wasn't going anywhere. I just I, I got to thinking about it. I thought, well, David may not. He may not understand the terminology. He, he may have not heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> some some things are a little different in Wisconsin. <laughs> they are. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So, um, let's see what else is going on. I know we've got um, David. Let me ask you this Sir. real quick. And I don't have the sound effect ready to go. I don't even. I, I can't even get into it to make it happen on this point. So let me see if it even plays at this point. Hang on just a second. I had a question for you because I know you were rushing home from. See if I can get it to work. Hang on a minute. Hang on one second. There, let's see if this will do it. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Let's see. Hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. <clears throat> oh. Can you hear that, David? Sure. I know you saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw it the day before you did. Mm-hmm. Thanks in part to a rain delay on graduation day so with that being said talk to me goose what we got how'd you like it? saw it twice 
You saw, saw it, it twice. twice. <laughs> you saw it twice. I would see it twice just for General Connolly, but you saw it twice. Why? Why did you see it twice? Did you miss something? So no, I saw. So the so I was on my way back. So when since we talked about the striking thing, um, uh, it was uh, what was I? I guess if, if I wasn't at that trip, I would have gone and seen it even. So I could have seen it on like Tuesday, Tuesday or maybe Wednesday. So. Uh, but when we, when the logistics and everything played out, um, I knew I was coming home Friday. I was like, you know what? Let me stop here real quick because KG, <laughs> when he and I were talking about this trip, he's real hesitant. And it's not not like David, right? He's real hesitant. And then we get which closer. Un- which is very unusual for him. Then we get closer to time. And he's like, CB, I got what? Give me more. And I know David's a planner, right? David's got the next six months planned out to the minute. So I know he's a planner. But he's like, what day, what time, when? And I'm like, well, dude, I'll fly you home Thursday night, first Thursday, Friday morning. What do you, what do you need to do? And he's like, I got to be home by 7 Friday night. What's, what's going on? What's, what's Friday night? And he's like, Top Gun, Maverick. It's coming up. It's the second one. I got to see it. Can I get home in time to see that? Can I, can I, can I, can I? So, <laughs> sorry, David. But, yeah, go ahead. So, I bet. So, no, yeah, so I got back in time. I caught a 10 o'clock showing on IMAX only because, you know, I – it was supposedly shot with IMAX equipment. So I saw it with my daughter who fell asleep like 10 minutes in because it was 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Um, and then the second time I saw it was a few days later and I took the family and my kids fell asleep maybe, what, 30 minutes or 40 minutes into the movie. So, so what do you think? Purpose, give, me, give me your, give me your, your uh, rotten is, – is, is, it, is it certified fresh or is it a rotten tomato? So so my wife was bothering me about it. And she So I didn't want to – you know, like she – Hates the fact that like every every guy who grew up in the eighties and nineties that's seen that movie that quotes that movie. Uh, so she, I didn't really say anything to her about what I said. You know, I thought it was good. You know, kind of not that I wasn't trying to play it off, but I didn't want to spoil it anyway as well. But um, I I tell people who so no spoilers. But if you haven't seen the movie yet, it's not don't expect the same exact feel of the first movie. No, if you're it's going different. In, it's different. Yeah. I mean, it's 30 so, years apart. So, you know, it's, like, it's a different feel. It's like but, Fishing Hamilton in 2000 and Fishing <laughs> Hamilton in 2022. I mean, for all American, I'm just saying. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, KG. But uh, I thought it was good. My wife actually liked it uh, surprisingly. So, uh, so did my father-in-law. Was- my father-in-law liked it, but I'm not sure he heard half of it or 90% of it, but he, he did like it. So, okay. But, but, uh, yeah, you know, um, things I could pick and or technical stuff that I can nitpick about it, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, did you, in your mind, did you have to see the first one to see this one? Uh, probably not necessarily. Um, in a way, maybe for some of the obvious stuff, but I, I don't necessarily think so. Okay. Well, it is uh, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes at ninety-seven percent tomato meter. Certified fresh, ninety-seven percent. Um, and uh, did you know who Penny was in this movie? Yes. So when they were teasing, did you know that, or did you have to Google that? Be honest. Mm-hmm. You knew it. My like, like I said Super earlier, bad. my wife Super knows bad. that I can almost quote that movie word for word when I'm watching it. So I knew when when they mentioned her name, or even like uh, the teasers of who she was supposed to be, I knew who, uh, who they were referring to. Yep. She was the one Admiral's daughter. She was the Admiral's daughter. Who was the girlfriend in the first movie, The Blonde? What was her you name? Kelly McGillis? Uh, yes. 
So let me, oh, ask, let me let me ask you this. And <laughs> okay, I mean, our, our wives aren't listening. Okay, <laughs> our wives aren't listening. Kelly McGillis from the first movie or Jennifer Connelly from the second? Who's your pick? Mm, I told my wife, surprise, as a, you know, like, no judging. I'm not a, a, a big Jennifer Connelly movie person. I don't, I don't really see, I have never really seen any of her movies, but I told my wife, I was surprised that how stunningly beautiful she was in that movie. For Dude, being she's a, stronger than Bear's 50? Breath, brother. Stronger she's than like, Bear's Breath. Not judging, not saying anything, but she, I, I didn't know she was 50, I think. And I'm like, whoa. She is. She is. She's a hot 50. I give you that. Yeah. Hot 50. Now, my wife's, my wife's hard than donut grease. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how old she is. She ain't 50. But Jennifer Connelly, she, she's pretty strong. I'm just going to be honest with you. She's yeah. pretty strong. And then my wife Googled Kelly McGillis or McGinnis, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. and what she likes right now. Yeah, don't do not do that. Don't don't <laughs> Google what she looks like now because she ain't good. It is not good. It is, time has not been good to her, my friend. Let's put it that way. But I, I like the storyline with Rooster. I like that. I mean, I thought that was cool. I like the goose references and everything. The, um, you know, I thought, I thought it was a good flick. I really did. I, I'd, I'd go back and see it again and probably will at some point in time, whenever my schedule allows. So, hell, I might watch it during live this Saturday. KG, you never know. I might stream it in the, in, 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 in the trailer. I'm by myself, so we'll see what happens. But, all right, moving on. I just, have you seen it yet, Kenneth? Have you seen it? I, I have not. My son has seen it, and he loved it, and I have not seen it. Have you seen the first one? Oh, yeah. My daughter watched we, the first we, one. We watched the first one again just to like – last week it was on the night we watched it to watch the second one we got back to the hotel it was on again or the first one was on my daughter had not seen it but the day we watched it was the, her last day of school so what did she do she watched it in her english class the last day of school on her phone so she Perfect. understood she knew my son had never seen it never heard of it i'm like what what rock have you been under child right i mean you're my child right but anyway, but then we talked to some folks who've never seen Talladega Nights or some of these other movies, so I'm not even not even going there. So uh, we'll do that. Uh, fantasy fishing, I have been behind. I apologize. Imagine that, me behind on something other than live stream at this point. I'm even behind on that. But fantasy fishing has been a big deal. Also looking at points uh, and different things, angle of the year standings. Uh, Polonic still leading that train. Has Tiff had a baby yet? Do we know? Not yet. Nothing publicized. Nothing at least. publicized. I did see, you know, after they they left Pickwick, he and Kyle left Pickwick and drove to Idaho. I, they're planes. They make planes for this thing, Brandon. Right? They get you there faster. They drive in Idaho. There was a a post Sunday night, Monday night, Monday night. There was a post on uh, Instagram on Kyle Vandiver's story that says anybody in Billings, Montana, got a plane. So I it made me think. Shit, it's happening. But I haven't heard or seen anything since, so I don't know. But uh, Palmick's still leading. Uh, John Cox, who uh, came from behind, had a pretty good finish there at Pickwick. Mullins, Lester, I really like this Brandon Lester deal. I mean, I'm really, really impressed with him this year. He's really had a strong, strong year. Really impressive. He's in fourth right now in points, which is huge. Benton, Perch, Airy, Canterbury, Zaldane um, had a nice finish and moved him up to ninth in points. Um, Swindle in 15th in points, having a good year uh, so far. So looking really good. He didn't have a great Pickwick tournament, but he's having a solid year. I think his, uh, Pickwick was his, his worst finish. Then Hackney, Corey Johnston, Rivette, Kufal, Kenta, 
Matt Robertson, um, I heard there was some some tension on the water during live between uh, uh, Autumn and and BP. So it's it's it was hard to tell if it was real tension, but I took it as though it may have been. Sure, sure. And then um, you look at Carl Jacobson in thirty fifth and moving down. You had some guys like a Justin Atkins who you know had a really good finish. At uh, at Pickwick and needed it because a lot of these guys are hanging on by a thread to requalify for the elites for next year. A lot of these guys are in year two, and um, they need to they need to have a really good year to, to requalify. Yeah, he's, so. he's he needs to do that like every turn of the rest of the year. He needs top tens, uh, at least two of the three, if not all three. He really needs top tens to get this deal. So really needs top tens to, to, to be back there again, which I feel like he will. So I feel like he'll be okay. But uh, a lot going on there. Fantasy-wise, um, if you've been playing our fantasy league, I'm going to get in there and find out who is winning our tournaments and get with you guys here shortly. I know we've got a few winners. I've got some Sportsman Warehouse gift cards to give away. We do have some cool Sportsman's content coming up soon. We've got some grand openings later this uh, later this summer. And in Florida, one up in Ohio. So we've got some cool things going on there. Uh, so they gave away a truck happen. this morning. Did they? Did, did I win it? Uh, no. I need to see who won that thing because I did not win it. I'm, I'm sad that I haven't got the call. That may, that may have been the call I missed this morning from Utah. Damn no. Hell. Nope, that wasn't you. No, how do you the, know? The name Peter? was not Chris. It was a Joey. Social media. Yeah, it was some guy named Joey. There's two Davids. I was like, oh wait, is it me? But no. Time to select our winner. They were alive. I don't even. It didn't even say who anymore. It, there's 386 comments. I don't even know. They, I, I'm not. I can't watch the live to see. It's a really cool truck though. It looked really good pulling my trailer. But anyway, sorry. So yes, yeah, so that that's going on. A lot of cool stuff there. Dometic had some cool giveaways going on, and. um I just saw that post you referenced earlier, KG, about 2023 for a certain uh, redfish trail. That's interesting to see that. So, uh, but fantasy, I'll get to. I got to give a couple shout outs. First of all, like, well, we got to do, we, I got to figure out a, a, a deal, kind of a bone, not, not a bonehead move, but a bonehead shout out. I know you didn't iron any clothes Friday night at the Holiday Inn Express in Gadsden, <laughs> did you, KG? I had the MC, no. so I, ironed, so no, I didn't I did have to not. iron a shirt, right? Just so I could look somewhat presentable on uh, on stage. So I was saying to my buddy Kenny, we're sitting over there in the room, and I pull out the iron. And uh, you probably can't see it in this picture. I'll have to post it on social media somewhere. Um, you see that white thing on the ironing board there? Let's see if it will will it, yeah. will it focus. Yeah. Is that white thing on the ironing board? Is that like what hangs on the wall for it to hang on? Yeah, but see, this one is attached to the ironing board, right? Attached to the ironing board. Yeah. And yeah, there yeah. is a there is a cord that holds that attaches the iron. I don't know why I can't get it to if I can get it to there you go. There's a there's a cord that okay. attaches the iron to the ironing board holder. So you can't steal the four dollar and seventy three cent iron, right? But you know what you can do? You can steal the $110 Keurig. I picked it up and almost walked out with it. It looked really good in my trailer, but I didn't take it. I don't get it. Why? Why? Right? You already got my credit card. If I take your iron, just bill me for it. Buy you another one. Well, why? Anyway, that's kind of the bonehead move of the day in, in, in my mind. And then um, my shout-out of the day, got to give a shout-out. He doesn't even know this podcast exists, but Josh 
at Garrison and Garrison Heating and Air here in Huntsville. Got to give a shout out because Josh got my mini split on my trailer blowing snowballs this past weekend, this past Friday, before I came to uh, where we were. Where were we? We were, where were we? Gaston. We were in Gaston. I'm sorry. Before I went to Gaston. And it's a good thing because it's going to be freaking steaming at Gunnersville this weekend. And then we go to Eufaula, which as Swindle would say is hotter than Satan's Crock-Pot. So um, it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit hotter down there coming up. So big shout out to those guys. What, i uh, got a couple more things real quick, but uh, David, what did you learn in my absence the last few weeks? That I'm not Chris Brown. I can't, I, I don't, I'm not meant to host a, a, well, that's a bullshit. bigger podcast. And- <laughs> that's bullshit. You can host a podcast with the best of them, buddy. So, but how about you, KG? Uh, you know, I, I learned so much that most of it's not even worth remembering. So I'll try to forget it. That's my line. That's my line. You can't, uh, you can't do that. So uh, it must be true then. It must be. It must be. I have, uh, I have learned that, um, I learned a lot and I'm not really, really sure what, uh, what, what, what is worth spilling at this point. But if you've hung on this long coming up on Monday, Monday, June the 13th. Is that a Monday? Yeah. Monday, June the 13th. There will be a brand new giveaway coming up from anglerschannel.com. It'll be the Father's Day giveaway. It'll run the 13th through the 19th. And uh, we encourage you to sign up. And uh, we've got a ton of prizes in this deal. TH Marine, Dometic, Fully Loaded, Strike King, Lose. Everybody's joining in. Um, it'll be the Father's Day giveaway, and it's going to be, even if you don't keep it for yourself, sign your dad up, right? Sign your dad up, sign your granddad up, sign stepdad up, sign your husband up. It don't matter. But get signed up for it. It's going to be coming out on Monday, and um, it's going to be a big deal. I'm really excited about it. It's going to have a lot of cool stuff coming up on that, the Father's Day giveaway. Father's Day is June 19th, Juneteenth, as they call it. Juneteenth is Father's Day. Take care of Dad this year because we all know he takes care of us and you really, really well. So you guys make sure you get that signed up and uh, and get get going. Look for that coming up here first of the week. And uh, we're going to have a little fun with that iCast coming up. David and I are working on some iCast content as well, some uh, giveaways, some thoughts, some some things to get you guys more involved in our iCast new product deal. We're going to do some um, – what do we call it, David? We're we gonna we're we gonna talk about it just yet, or we're we gonna wait. Let's wait. We'll wait. And talk about sure. it. And we'll wait. And talk about it as closer to time. That's coming up here soon. But we're gonna do some things to get you guys involved, and you can win some cool iCast uh, equipment as well, gear. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. So, anything else we need to talk about, guys, before we jump off here? KG, I can't think of anything. Making making America great since 1970, right there. Look at him. That's me. That's him. Look at there. Got the t-shirt. In case. Just in case you ever forget. Got the T-shirt, Making America Great since 1970. That's right. Don't ever forget it, guys. That's uh, that that's incredible. Of course, you guys can check us out online at anglerschannel.com. You can find out more as well. Follow us along at uh, all of your favorite podcast apps and check us out. If you've not signed up for the U Pickup, do that now and get that done. Um, if you've got comments, you got suggestions, you got uh, things you want to talk about or us talk about on the show, folks you want us to interview, 
Check us out on the X-Zone hotline, 901-493-0437. That's the X-Zone hotline brought to you by our friends at Trickstep. Of course, Trickstep. KG, got one on a new boat? Got one coming on a new boat? Well, of course. You got to have one on a new boat, right? I was thinking about that the other day. I was watching the, the Elite Series weigh in, right? And um, they didn't come by the stage. They were up on the road at Pickwick, and they stopped, and you had to jump off the boat. Well, you know, Polonic and Zaldane and Lester, those guys, they can do that. But what if a Fritz had been there, right? Or an older guy? You can't just jump out hey, of a boat, right? Even even those youngins, one one slight miss misstep and pop, it's gone, right? You, anything can happen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mark needs to Mark and Pam need to build a step for bass to step out of the boat. I know they can, right? To step out, just to, to sit there. Dude, he, he can make anything. I know he can. I know he can. He, you know what I'm thinking? You know, that's a great idea. I need, Mark, I need a folding step to attach to the side of my trailer in white so I can get to the antenna on top. What do you think? That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? A little pop-out yeah. deal right there? Yeah. I got you. I've got a trick step down, down, downstairs in the garage because we, you know, the new boat hasn't got here yet. I may have to attach that to the platform for the photographers just so they can get up on it, right? Just to be able to get up on that thing. Yep. But no one in may still fall. So these dumb kids can't take them. Well, so, uh, you know, all you can do is just, you know, make it available, all you can whether do. it's can all be used can. correctly or not. It's a different story. All you can do is all you can do. Ben Cole, if you're listening, you owe me a bag of M&Ms. That's all I can tell you. Owe me a bag of M&Ms. So, guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. Um, like I said, check us out. Uh, Exit Zone Hotline brought to you by Trickstaff, 901-493-0437. On behalf of our guest tonight, your all-American champ, the guy we all want to be at this stage in our life, Mr. Connor Cunningham. For the AC Circus guys, I'm Chris Brown. I don't, you know... We got a picture today of Jason riding a riding a tractor with a PFD and a kill switch. I can't even. I mean, if his dumb ass will wear one outside of a boat, your dumb ass should wear one in a boat. That's all I got to say. So, guys, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trick Step. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.